Welcome to the podcast of Spirit Life Revival Ministries, an apostolic prophetic mission-based ministry headquartered in Accra, Ghana. A church family with a vision to possess and teach the world that all things are possible through the preaching of the word of faith. Join us on this journey of discovery as we delve into the timeless teachings of our faith and share inspiring stories from God's word. This podcast is designed to uplift your spirit and deepen your relationship with God to help you pursue and walk in your divinely assigned purpose. Together, let's embark on the transformative and enlightening experience as we navigate the intersections of faith, life, and the supernatural. And now, today's message. In the next few minutes, I want to talk to you on the subject that I have titled Faith Cometh. Faith Cometh. I have made you to understand that when we talk about faith, we are talking about full persuasion, conviction, and assurance in God and in his power to do what he had promised. So every time a man is operating in faith, we are saying the person has full persuasion, full conviction, and full assurance in God and in his power to do what he had promised. So not only do you believe God? Do you have full conviction or full persuasion about who God is? You are also sure that whatever that God said he would do, God has the power to do it. And I made you to understand that all of us have faith in where we work and so, if your boss, for example, promises you a rise in your salary, you wouldn't question your boss. Because you are full conviction in who your boss is and what he is able to do. There are people who have fully persuaded about God, but they are not fully persuaded that what God said he would do, he would do it with them. So they believe the stories in the scriptures when they hear that Sarah was 90 years old when she became pregnant, they believe. But they don't believe that now that they are around 68, God can make them pregnant. You need to come to that dimension where you are fully persuaded in God and you are also fully persuaded in what God has promised. I also made you to understand that when we talk about faith, we are talking about acting on God's word to produce unimaginable results and proofs. So faith is not you acting on your feelings acting on what others have said, 
acting on other people's experiences through biblical faith is an act based on God's word to produce unimaginable results and proofs. Tonight, I want to talk to you on faith coming. Mark chapter 5 verse 21 downwards. In the book of Mark chapter 5, 21, the Bible makes us to understand that Jesus passed over again by a ship into the other side. And everyone here, there is the other side you need to experience. If you are going through a time of delay in your life, there is the other side that is full of speed. If you are going through a time of disappointment, there is the other side that is full of divine appointment. If you are going through financial struggle, there is the other side that is the abundance of finances and provision for what God has called you to do. So Jesus needed to pass over by shape onto the other side. And because Jesus was a walking expression of divinity in human flesh, the Bible said many people gathered unto him. And Jesus was very close to the sea. And the Bible said there came a man who was a ruler of the synagogue. And the scripture took time to mention the man's name that this man who was a ruler was called Jairus. And when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. There is always a situation that you will face that will let you honor what you must honor. Jairus was a man under authority who knew how to issue instructions to people. But at this time, there was a situation in his life that was eating up his peace. There was something happening to him that has taken every glory out of his life. And he knew that the ability to be in government was not what was going to help him out. So he moved out looking for Jesus. He went looking for Jesus because he has heard about what Jesus can do when he comes to the situation. Tonight, every situation presented here, if you know what Jesus can do, then Jesus will be introduced into that situation in the name of Jesus. And so when Jairus came to Jesus and he saw him, he fell at his feet. And the Bible said, he began to beg him greatly, saying, my little daughter is lying at the point of death. If I've ever seen anyone at the point of death, you understand that at the point of death, many things are meaningless. When you are at the point of death, your makeup being messed up is not what to be looking for. When you are at the point of death, you are not looking at the title that you carry. So this girl was at the point of death. And I'm looking at the father that God has blessed him with a beautiful, intelligent, godly girl. 
It was never part of their will that at a certain point in their time, Jairus would bury this girl. But here, death had visited Jairus' daughter. And he could not stand the pain of watching the daughter dying. I don't know who is under the sound of my voice who has been appointed to death by a sickness, by a disease. I came here tonight to announce to you the Lord Jesus is bringing you answers in the name of Jesus. And this man, when he saw that the daughter was at the point of death, he decided to forget about who he was, forget everything he has done, and look for an answer. Someone has let everything go tonight to come into this convention seeking for an answer. And I prophesy to you that the Lord Jesus will give you that answer in the name of Jesus. So he said to Jesus, come and lay your hands. I don't need you to come and do anything strange. All I need you to come, even though my daughter is at the point of death, I believe that when you come and you lay your hands, she may be healed and she shall live. Tonight, Jesus is laying his hands upon that situation and that situation will be healed. That marital situation is coming alive. That career situation is coming alive. That issue you thought was going to bring you to the point of disgrace is coming alive. He said, when you lay your hands, Jairus is symbolic of a man of faith. He wasn't asking too much. When you come to my house, I just need you to lay your hands. It means that through the laying on of hands, many things happen. Tonight, I can't lay my hands on everybody, but in the realm of the spirit, anything that of interest to you, I lay my hands upon it in the mighty name of Jesus. And so the man had invited Jesus because the daughter was dying. There is no issue as urgent as death. There is no issue as urgent as somebody almost losing his life. So he had come to Jesus. And he was believing that Jesus will follow. In the verse 24, the Bible said, and Jesus went with him. May God surround us with people who will feel our pain, who will feel our struggle, that when we invite them at a time of need, they can sacrifice everything and be there for us in Jesus' name. Jesus was that kind of man. He had not met Jairus before. But when Jairus came and presented that issue, Jesus decided to follow Jairus. And because he was going, the Bible says, much people followed him. And this is not my message. Jairus was a great man. And all things being equal, it is easy for you to be convinced when you encounter a man of greatness. There are many things that are invitations into glory. And one of them is greatness. You know, when we were a bit younger, you could refuse a lot of people privileges, but you cannot refuse a beautiful young lady, all things being equal. 
In case you are not beautiful, they are going to deny you a lot of things in this life. But when someone is beautiful, there are many things you can't be denied. Imagine His Excellency, the President of Ghana, is looking for me. Yeah, I might be busy, but based on the negotiation we will have, there is a high possibility I will go and see him. And if there is a nameless someone sitting somewhere looking for me, I might go. I need you to look at this story very well, even as I enter into my message. Jairus was a great man. When you look at other, other translations or other part of scripture, the Bible will tell you that when Jairus came, other people said that this man is a good man. So it was other people who were even testifying of Jairus. That that thing that he's asking for, he's worthy of it. They were speaking. Now look at what happened when Jesus decided to go into Jairus' house. In verse 25, the Bible said, And a certain woman, every time you read the scriptures, read in between the lines. How come that the name of Jairus was inscribed in scripture? And this woman's name was not written. Do you want to tell me that when she was born, there was no outdooring or naming ceremony? Even if there was nothing like that, the father or the mother might have put an inscription on her life. So she had a name. But what happened that her name was not included? Her name was not included for us to understand that no matter who you are, when you decide to reach out to Jesus, Jesus will visit you at that point of need. She had the name, but her name was not written. A certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years. When you don't make it in life, your situation will become your point of reference. When you don't break through in this life, your description will be what you have gone through. She had the name, but the Bible said a certain woman. May you not be given the name a certain man, a certain brother, a certain sister. In this madness of faith, it is my prayer that in whichever area you are trusting God for a name, God will inscribe a name upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood. So all of us have problems. But this woman's issue could have let her go to university three times to have three different first degrees. But the woman was still waiting for her healing. The situation had persisted for 12 years. I don't know how long what you are going through has been there. But tonight it shall be dealt with in the mighty name of Jesus. I say it shall be dealt with in the mighty name of Jesus. She had that issue. So number one, her problem was that she was a certain woman. Number two, she had an issue. Number three, the issue had been there for 12 good years. Number four, and had suffered many things of many physicians. At the point, she was used as an experiment. 
as a case study. Some people come to a point in life where they become even point of reference when you are citing good example, a bad example. Bad example of bad marriage. Bad example of a financial situation. Bad example of someone who is growing, but nothing is growing in his life. But tonight, I came to talk to those people. The Lord is about to meet you at that point of need. Whatever that have made you a bad reference, the Lord is about to give you an answer. The Lord is about to change. They call you a certain brother. God is about to give you a name. They call you a certain man. God is about to give you a name. There is an issue that has eaten your peace. God is about to bring you out. As you grow, certain things begin to happen. She had suffered many things of many physicians. You know, some time ago, a brother in this church they wanted to get married, and as they went to do the uh, medical test, one of them had HIV AIDS. And so the lady said, I still want to marry this brother. And so as a pastor, I needed to exercise faith and pray for them. Their issue became one of experiment. Because I prayed, he still had HIV AIDS. I anointed him with oil. The sickness was still there. I gave him oil. Go and bath. It was still there. His issue had become many things. And he was suffering out of my hands. Many directions. I even had to give coconut direction. Nothing happened. I don't know who is here that your life is being used as an experiment. You are in love with somebody. But every time you fall in love, it's like an experiment. Something you take serious, somebody's an ordinary thing. <laughs> you are thinking about marriage. The person is thinking about dating for three months. It will come to an end. But at the end of the day, this brother was healed of HIV AIDS. I pray for somebody tonight in the mighty name of Jesus. May God deal with that situation so you will not become an experiment in the hands of men. I say, I pray for somebody in the mighty name of Jesus that may God deal with that situation so you don't become an experiment in the hands of men. Thank you, Holy Spirit. She had suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all that she had. Today, they say, go and do MRI. She'll go and do it. The next day, they say, go and do this. It's like the medical practitioners were confused. Everything they have learned, they applied, nothing happened. Have you ever come to a point where you have done everything you know, but nothing is happening? It's just one baby that you want to. You have done all kinds of stuff. Jumping on the bed, squatting on the bed. You have done everything. If the baby was coming through those directions, the baby would have come. Hallelujah. 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 It is just one job you are trusting God for. You have done all kinds of things. Send your letters all around. But five years after school, no job. It is just financial difficulties you have been in. You have applied all the seven principles of coming out of debt. You are still inside debt. 
21 ways of proposing without rejection. You applied all of that. All the sisters rejected your proposal. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, the Lord is coming through for you. I said tonight, in the name of Jesus, the Lord is coming through for you. And she spent all. She spent all her savings. She spent all she had worked for. That situation has drained her financially. I don't know that situation that has drained you. You know, I was talking with somebody and the person said, I don't even have joy when I'm coming to the house of God. I asked why. She began to give me reasons. They were wild reasons, but they were not faith-based reasons. This woman was spending money. She was still not healed. She kept on spending Keep on coming even when the miracle is not here. Keep on coming even when the breakthrough is not here. She spent all that she had and was nothing bettered. But rather grew worse. The more she prayed, the more the situation worsened. The more she relied on people, the more she was disappointed, the more she hoped, the more hope was deferred. The more she tried, the more she wasted. She grew worse than one day. Somebody there is a day called one day. Somebody there is a day called one day. There is a day you encounter the truth. There is a day the Lord will turn that situation around. Verse 27. When she heard of Jesus, many hear many things, but they don't hear of Jesus. Remember, I'm preaching on the message, faith cometh. Hmm. Faith comes when you hear of Jesus. If you hear anything outside of Jesus, that is not faith. Anything based on anything is not faith. Faith will come the day you hear of Jesus. She had suffered everything in this narration. She had never heard of Jesus. But Bible said when she heard of Jesus, she came in the press behind and touched his garment. This evening I pray for somebody that hear of Jesus in that situation. Hear of Jesus in that situation. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said hear of Jesus in that situation. There is no name that when we mention we will be saved. Than the name Jesus. Miracles happen when the name Jesus is mentioned. Breakthroughs are announced when the name Jesus is mentioned. Tonight I pray. That in these seven days, among the many things you will hear, you will hear of Jesus. My brother, faith comes the day you hear of Jesus. If all the time you come to the house of God, you hear your pastor, it will never bring faith. But if you can hear Jesus in the message of your pastor, that is when faith begins to come. Until you hear of Jesus, nothing changes. Until you hear of Jesus, the situation is the same. She heard of Jesus. And when she heard of Jesus, she decided to take steps with Jesus. Somebody, may you take steps with Jesus in this convention. Somebody, may you take steps with Jesus in this convention.
For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. Tonight I pray for you that may you hear of Jesus. And straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. My brother. Okay, don't let me get down. Don't let me get down. I've realized over the years that this Jesus thing work. This Jesus thing, it carries miracle. It carries testimony. In that job situation, I need you to hear of Jesus. My eyes was never open as a prophet until the day ahead of Jesus. There are dimensions I never walked in until I heard of Jesus. I want to hear of Jesus today. I wanted to hear of Jesus. And straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. Lift up your hands. Say, Lord Jesus, I present to you my worries, my burdens, my issues. Lord Jesus, I present to you my burdens, my worries, my issues. Lord Jesus, I present to you my worries, my issues. Lord Jesus, I present to you my worries, my issues. Lord Jesus, I present to you my worries. That situation has dried up. I said that situation has dried up. Help me welcome my father, the apostle of grace, apostle Emmanuel Encom and Bishop. Do it better for my father and the bishop. Thank you so much, Papa. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Papa. Surprised. My brother, if you can hear of Jesus, that situation will dry up. That is the beginning of faith. I have seen many people trying to walk in faith and it's never faith. Many what many have described as faith is never faith. What they describe as faith is mental agreement. This year, I want to go, if I, was last year or last two years, I went to God asking God a lot of questions and the Lord said, there are places when I send you to. When you are done preaching, leave. I'm a pastor. As a pastor, I believe in the scripture that says that the laborer is worthy of his reward. That means when I labor, I need to be paid. And before that, 15 years running this commission, I have never taken salary. So, a lot of people, what they talk about is not faith. They don't know what it means to walk in faith. Faith is total reliance on Jesus. My brother, you can't be looking up to man and pretend you are looking up to God. Nobody can look up to God and men at the same time. 
Our problem is that whenever we are talking about the operation of faith, you have an anchor you are looking up to. You are a sister you are depending on. That is sister's faith. That is not biblical faith. That's why many don't have testimonies. It looks like one, but it is not one. When you hear me say something like, the most important person in this church is not bragging. That is the truth. Because when God called me, you were not there. It is my faith in him that brought you. And I will never take direction from you. I will take direction from him. What many have agreed on to be faith is not faith. They don't have it. The Lord said, wherever you go, preach, leave. Almost all the places I have gone to, I come with an empty hand. See, you can't hear what Jesus said and doubt it. You can't hear what he said on any issue and doubt it. All three days we went, we went and came with an empty hand. The bishop connected me, connected me and the wife. And they said, we as a family want to give you a seat. I said, I don't need it. Not because I have too much. But you see, when you hear of Jesus, every issue will dry up. Madness of faith is you coming to a point trusting God in all. I did not know a single soul in this city when I entered. I did not know where I was going to sleep when I entered. I did not have enough money when I entered. As a matter of fact, when I entered this city, I was level four cities, 60 persons. Nothing more, nothing else. I told you, Bishop Dad said, when he started ministry, he was 25 years. Look at you, you can't make full proof of your ministry. Because you, 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 you are a church person who doesn't have this ingredient of faith. There is no action that you have ever taken that is motivated by faith. So in our generation, it's very hard to see the hand, true manifestation of the hand of God. Most of the things are act believe. When you are blind, you believe, wow, what a great move. It's not a great move. You are blind, so you can't differentiate. You remember the story of that guy in the Bible? He was taught to be the great power of God. When the apostle came to town, he said, can I give you money to receive this? Now, what is this faith that we are talking about? Faith is the platform for dominion. You want to take control in any aspect of your life, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances. I said it, let me say it again. I, I, I was telling the pastors that when I used to hear my mentor, Bishop Oidepo, say, I can't be poor. I was worried for him. Because I tried saying the same thing and I couldn't say 
but I'm telling you that I will say the same statement before I close the service. Faith is the platform for dominion. You want to have dominion in any area of life. Faith is the platform. When you meet my wife, ask her who impregnated her. Make nonsense of medical report. You cannot give birth. 35 years, I have never seen anything like that. Man of God, it will only take a miracle. I just asked her to lie down. And I gave her two. Now I'm asking her if she wants some more and she's running away. Every issue that has troubled you will not respond to tears. Every issue that has made you cry Every issue that has made you a victim of disgrace will not respond to negotiation. It will only respond to biblical faith. You made many pitied you. They have pitied you. Faith is what will change the situation. It is the platform that brings you in control. Hebrews 11, 32 and 33. And what shall I more say? For the time we have would fail me to tell of Gideon and of Barak and of Samson and of Jephthah and of David also and of Samuel and of the prophet. Would through faith they subdue, they did not explain. They subdued. They were not subdued. That sickness, that medical attention cannot give you an answer will respond to the demonstration of faith. When faith begins to work, that issue will bow. Faith is like light. You will never see any time in this world where light and darkness will fight. One respects the other. One knows the other is of a higher rank. So every time light comes, darkness goes on vacation. The day fate will come, that issue will dry up. It, it is that platform for dominion. You want to subdue kingdoms? You want to run righteousness? You want to obtain promises? You want to stop the mouth of lions? The lion of gossip, the lion of destroyers, the lion of sicknesses, the lion of diseases, the lion of delay. It is faith. It is faith. Faith is the supernatural instrument for obtaining good report, not for explaining good report. Many have explained their situation, but many have not obtained out of their situation. It is the supernatural instrument for obtaining a good report. When you read about any man in scripture who did anything for God in a strange way, it was through the instrumentality of faith. I went through something eight years ago. And this year as I began to pray and ask the Lord a lot of questions, the Lord said to me, it was your faith that was under attack. 
Everything that happened around you is your faith. And I need to tell somebody tonight, the devil is after your faith. He's not after your finances. He's not after your marriage. He's not after your children. He's not after your beauty. What the devil is after is your faith. If your faith fails, then your life will fail. When was the last time you heard me say, I give the biggest offering in this church? I regret by responding to the devil. When was the last time you heard me say, I give the biggest tithe in this church? Immediately I stopped making the proclamation, the devil took charge. Immediately, because you can't give a bigger offering than me. No matter what, your, your tithe cannot be bigger than me. But when I stopped it, my faith was under attack. And when your faith is under attack, the enemy begins to attack other areas of your life. I pray for somebody tonight. As I pray for somebody tonight, that this will be the meeting that will end every harassment of the enemy in your life. This is the meeting that will end every abuse of the enemy in your life. This is the meeting that will end any foolishness in your life. Your amen is not an encouragement to me. That it, the devil is a liar. Every time you see a believer is going through anything, that thing is not the target. The target is your faith. When you see a believer struggling in his, uh, what do you call it, family life, it is not the target. The target is your faith. If so, the devil can get you to renounce God. He got you now. He just attacked your career and you were not saying, I don't trust God again. I can't believe him again. All oh, this faith talk are not right. The devil got you there. The devil got you there. The devil got you there. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Luke chapter 22. 31 and 32. And the Lord said to Simon, 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 behold, Satan have desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. So the devil wants to have someone that he will sift you as wheat. When you can't do the kind of things you used to do, your faith is under attack. You used to come to church very late. Now you come, you come to church very early. You now you come very late. Your faith is under attack. You used to serve in a department. You were joy. You can't serve with joy again. Your faith is under attack. You used to give God your best in everything. Now you can't give God your best. Your faith is under attack. It's so Simon, Simon, behold, Satan have desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. Tonight I pray for somebody that your faith will not fail. I say I pray for somebody that your faith will not fail. Now this faith that is powerful. This faith that gives result. This faith that is the platform for possibility. How do we get this faith? Where is the source of this faith? If a man says, I am a man of faith, where would that strength come from? Where is the source of faith? 
if a woman can come to a point 25 years without a child and say this year I am ready to have my children and keep on announcing on the 25th of November 2023 my baby Akwesi will be born when she is not pregnant how did she have that strength to make that declaration where is the source of faith when we talk about the God kind of faith where is the source where does it come from Romans chapter 10 17 so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And I will say some things here. And I'm sure when I'm done saying it, I will close the service. So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the word of God is the source of faith. If you have your faith based on what your pastor said, it is not faith. It can't be reliable. But true biblical faith is in God's word. Knowing what God would have said. Repeating the same thing he has said and acting on what God's word said. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith in God and in his word comes by hearing what God said. If you want to have faith, you have to hear what God said. Not what men said. Not what situation said. Not what the physical said. But what God said. 17, 18 years ago, when I said God told me to come to Accra, not everybody believed. Not everybody agreed. But you see, I heard what God said. I moved with this. The people I gave invitation to, who did not hear what God said, and they said they are waiting, they look up to me now. It is hearing what God has said that makes the difference. It is hearing what God has said in every situation that makes it different. So faith will not come by reading and stating the word. <laughs> I told you. Because if faith come by reading and stating the word, there are things you would have done. The Bible never said faith come by reading and stating God's word. It said faith come by hearing and hearing by the word. And that's why I want to, because many don't have this thing we call faith. Many don't have it. If I should call for $10,000 now, and I tell you, you are going to do this for God's house, and I give you a scripture, and I tell you, do it for God. There are people, even if they can get $100,000, they can't do it. Because they don't have the faith. They, have, they can have the natural faith for other things. But they can't have faith in doing anything for God. So faith does not come by reading and studying the word. But faith does not come by reading and studying the word. Faith does not come by reading and studying the word. The Bible never said that. It's a faith cometh 
by hearing and hearing by the word. Because if faith comes by reading the word, then this will not be who you are. This will not be what you say. This will not be how you behave. Because you have read the word. The, the word of God is the source of faith. It's the source of faith. But for faith to come, you don't only read the word, you don't only study the word, you need to hear by what you read and hear by what you study. And I'll show you what the difference means now. Hmm. So I am going through a situation and I'm trusting God to have faith to deal with that situation. Now this is what will happen. When I hear the word of God concerning a situation, if I really hear the word of God, an image of it is formed inside of me. So for example, there is no time I can ever, or when you hear I am dead, you should not believe it. Don't call anybody. Don't believe it. Because the faith to conquer death and lay hold on it. I can't die before my time. Poison three times with DDT. My body did not shake. Chase with gun. The last time was the last year or so when five men came to my house. They came with gun. If you know them, ask them what happened. They will be the one to, to narrate exactly what happened. I can't, I don't sit in a car and I begin to father any demon. It can't be my prayer. How can demon be the one to hinder me when I'm traveling? Where in scripture did you see that Jesus had a car accident? There is no way in scripture. Someone said, in the days of Jesus, there were no car. There were horses. Where did you see horse accident? Or chariot accident? So if you don't have faith in an area, the enemy will have control in that area. So I have faith over death. I have concluded. I can't die before my time. When you hear I am dead this year, don't believe, don't. It will be the easiest way to get home without a means of transport. I am so sure of it. Because as I was studying God's word, I heard by what I studied. Something formed inside of me. That brought me to a realm of certainty. It can happen. When the, the man with the gun came to National Theater to kill me, I was still preaching. It can happen. Not it won't. It can't. The mystery of death by faith, I have laid hold on it. Anything else might, might can happen, but I can't die. So when I was preparing, then I understood what and why Bishop Oedipo keeps saying, I can't be poor. Because the thing can't come alive and you won't say it. The thing can form within and you won't say it. When the thing comes alive, you keep saying it. 
you keep talking it. You keep acting it. You keep doing it. But when it doesn't come alive, you can't do it. Even doing it will lack motivation. Even doing it will lack motivation. There will be no inspiration in what you do. But when a thing comes alive, when you read God's word in an area and the image forms within, faith is generated. Faith is generated. When you hear the word of God concerning a situation, you get an image of it on the inside of you. That image controls what you speak and what you do. So I was reading Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I have been quoting this scripture for long. And I realize I have just quoted a scripture. I did not understand the Lord is my shepherd. I realized that all these years, I have never allowed God to be my shepherd. Because it continued, I shall not want. And I said, how come I have also gone through series of want? He said, that picture, that was a scripture you quoted. The scripture you quote is good for people to hear. But it have no change in you. Until that image begins to control you. The Lord is my shepherd. Let me show you. Is there anyone here who does not understand the Fanti language? Anyone here like that? Anyone here? You don't understand Fanti? Come. 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 Get me a chair. She is an Ivorian. Sit down for me. So I'm going to show you the word. We read, we study. And the word we read, we study, that forms an image and generates faith. So she's hearing everything I'm saying eh? but nothing is forming inside of her and as long as nothing is forming there is nothing she can say nothing is forming inside of her get me another chair Timu Oye dazna mede me eye sidam de kanyame asem no ganis kebidado ehu inti yitu wodo no i'm not talking to you sit down so everything i had and that's where many believers are they are the point where they read god's word they stated that that god's word 
but nothing forms in. And as long as nothing forms, they are stationary. They are where they are. Nothing is happening around. And they keep saying, how come I have not come out of this? Me pede mito sika. But me pede masama me kenitu meta ase. Nada me does no si wana mze kanyamina se me. Eko du neka fa de misika ni ebiyebini pe. Me yi tu ma di ebiyebini. Okay. Get me a microphone. Timothy. Otiden. Boko. Eh, sure the baby aboko. Yes, sir. Timothy. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Immediately, I said, sir, there is an image of sir that, that is formed within. And as long as the image is formed, he get up. <laughs> Timothy. Dance, mom. I. So, mom. So, mom. Ah. Timothy. Rumum. So the image is formed, and if the image is truly formed, an action will be seen. If an image is formed, an action will be seen. Sit down for me. Now, look at her. Put it up for me. Get up for me. Okay. It's the same person I spoke a language she did not understand. You can read God's word as it is in the word and you still don't understand what God is saying. Now, this is what I'm telling you. The pulpit I used to preach, I have Ghana cities on the pulpit. Go to the pulpit and take two. Is she the same person I spoke to? What was the difference? The first word that was spoken, nothing formed within. The day I read from God's word, on my land, none shall be barren. And none shall miscarry. That was the day I knew I will impregnate my wife. That was the day I threw out medical report. And that's how she gave me two. Now, sit down for me. Take the money, sit down. Timothy. Copopit Nedo, Naysikanabian. So, when his word said, By his stripes we were healed, and the cancer is still dead. You have not really been able to hear what you heard. If the Bible said by his trial we were healed. And still the HIV AIDS is there. You have not really heard what you heard. You agreed to wait because it is in the word. But you did not hear the word. Because if you hear the word, it will form an image of healing. 
So when the Lord said to me, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I remember that I can't say it because the image has not formed. Now, if the image is formed, I can't keep quiet but say it. When a woman is pregnant, when the baby is formed, you ask her, what will she say? I am pregnant. If she's not pregnant, will she say I'm pregnant? So until the image of the word you have read is formed, faith will not come. Now, if this image form, two things it will do. What you will say. What you will do. So, if God says, I'm the God who gives you the power to get wealth, and you don't like working, you don't have faith for wealth. Because the faith for wealth is in you working for it. It's you creating a business. It's in you having a product. Now, if it forms within, you can say, I can't be poor. You can say, I am rich. You can say, let the weak say, I am strong. But if the word has not formed, you be careful. Uh, I, I'm weak, how do I say, I am strong? It's because the word has not formed. But if the word form, you will say it. Now let me announce, I can't be poor. Because last night, the word formed in me. The word formed in me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Lord, I did not say it. I did not write it. You wrote it. You said it. Do it. Because if it form and you are too careful to say it, it's not a good image that has formed. If it is formed and we are too careful to do it, it's not a good image that formed. Let me close. Take your seat for me. So, the, oh no, no, take it away. Because it formed. Now, if it has formed, then I shall not want. Can I continue and close? And this image will control what you speak and what you do. So, the more you are speaking, I can't do it. It's because the image of the word that you read has not formed. The image of the word that formed, if you are not doing it, it's not a correct image that formed. In that way, you will see that image in your spirit. The said, when I said I can't be poor, People were mocking. Because as they look at me, they could not see the image. But I could see the image. I could see the image. If you can see the image of the word of God concerning the situation. Asma left me more than 24 years ago when I saw the image of healing. By his stripes, we were healed. He himself took our infirmities. I was struggling with the asthma. And I, 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 I got it. 
and it hurt me that 25 years ago I could not see the image of the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want and after 25 years I have been in want till now I have discovered it someone has speak over your life let the image of God's word as you read begins to form let the word you study begins to form faith cometh by hearing you can't see in God's word you are getting married and someone say age is not on your side when his word have said none shall lack a mate it means even at the age of 72 you are about to have your wedding but you see if you don't have this faith you'll be looking at examples when was a 72 year old woman got pregnant but faith which is a, a full persuasion a conviction based on God's word doesn't look at the physical evidence it looks at the word of God it's true confidence based in God's word it doesn't look at what people are saying what people are doing it look at what is written that's why when the enemy attacked the Lord Jesus he said it is written because you can't speak the word and not have the word you can't have the image and not speak the word. That is why you have to be very careful of what you hear. That's why when it comes to worldly music, worldly music is not a sin. There is nowhere in the Bible that says worldly music is a sin. Give me, I can tell you fornication is a sin. I can tell you adultery is a sin. I can tell you lying is a sin. But show me, give me one scripture. The problem with worldly music is that it will kill your faith. It will kill your spirit man. Do you know every child when he's born knows I can do everything. We are the one who introduce fear into them. Don't do this. You are introducing fear. But at the time of birth, the capacity to believe everything is there. The capacity to do everything is there. So the things around us, that's why you have to be careful what you hear. Jesus said, be careful what you hear. And be careful how you hear. Because whatever that enters you will affect the level of your faith. Whatever you hear will affect the level of your faith. But anything based on God's word will increase your faith. So how is it that we have so many people who dress now but they don't have faith? They can't do it. They can't take a decision based on God's word. It's because they don't have it. My brother, are, are you not aware that some of the people who are with Boko Haram, who are with Isaac, some of them are professors. Eh? And they believe in what they believe so much that they feel like when they die and get to heaven, they will get a virgin to marry. Seven. Seven to marry. They, are, they have moved beyond giving one Ghana. They are giving their life. Do you know why you can't be dedicated to God? It's because you don't have that faith that that God can turn things around for you. You don't have it. I left the city of Takrade with that bag. I did not know anyone in this city. 
But you know why you are here? It's because I'm moved by God's word. There is someone under the sound of my voice that your movement of faith will save a generation. You know, you know, you know there are some of you that God is set sending, sending ahead on time on a rescue mission. I told you last Sunday, as I was here, I said, God, I need a car to give to somebody. Even in service, you remember. And I told somebody, Sunday, bring me a car to give to somebody. When I was saying, bring the car, the money for the car, I did not have it. But faith doesn't look at physical evidence. When I said it, that was the end. Before Sunday, somebody brought a car. Sir. My wife and I want to bring our four-wheel drive to you as a seed. What I said, it was formed. The image was formed. God made someone respond. So I did not even need the money to buy the car. And now to call the car owner, come and take your car. Is an image being forming now? Are you ready to say the image that is forming? The, the prayer, that is not answered because the prayer was not based on faith. You pray to please somebody, to impress somebody. Because the way the person was praying, you wanted to show the person you can also pray. So it was just a waste of time. It was a religious exercise. It was just a ritual that you got yourself in. It was just a ritual that you got yourself in. The bishop asked me, so now that you say everywhere you go, you don't, how will you survive? Say, I don't know. I don't know how it will be. I don't know how it will happen. But God can't say it, say it and will not defend it. What is God telling you tonight? Concerning that situation. Hey, sister, if you want to be pregnant this year, let it be. If you want to marry this year, let it be. If you want millions to go through your hand, let it be. Me, I have chosen my own. That I can't poor. Second Peter 1.3, put it there, let me close with this. Second Peter 1.3. Second Peter 1.3. According as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that called us to glory and to virtue. You can agree that his divine power has given all things. You have a choice. Or you can still be sitting there and be arguing. That will it happen? How will it be? Believe it. Act on it. And go about your daily work. And let the rest be to God. So be careful what you hear. Be careful how you hear. Because whatever you hear affects your faith. Either positively or negatively. You are the gatekeeper of your ear gates. So watch what goes into it. I realize that there are a lot of people I don't even have to be listening to them again. Because when I was operating raw faith, everything was working. But when I surrounded myself with people who lacked faith and have nothing, they begin to speak things that killed my faith. So you are the gatekeeper of your ear gate. My brother, watch what goes into it. Because if I allow anything to go to it, it will affect what is down in your heart. 
what what goes into your ear because what goes into your ear will affect what is down in your heart what is down in your heart will affect what comes out of your mouth if you can't say it you have been hearing a lot of nonsense and because you have been hearing a lot of nonsense you have been saying the same thing what comes of your mouth will control your life Matthew 12 37 for by thy words thou shalt be justified for thy, by thy words thou shalt be justified and by thy words thou shalt be condemned what you say is inspired by what you hear what are you saying what are you saying then what you say is a reflection of what you hear in this convention it's not for babies it's for men who have made up their mind that God it is enough do what you said you would do do what you say you would do when I used to speak God's word I was never pitied by men when I stopped being careful to say what God said as you say everything dried up everything dried up Are you too careful to say it? If you are too careful to say it, then you are too careful to have it. I said, I am a man of faith. And you belong to a faith family. And in this family, everything responds to us. If you came here with a sickness, you don't need prayer. At this stage, you still need prayer. You don't need it. You choose to let the sickness be dropped. Or you carry it along. Choose your choice. Somebody say he will destroy you. That is a lie. It can't happen. Even if you were at fault, it can't happen. Have you forgotten the woman I made you to pray for? Who worked with the bank in Kumasi? Who stole the money? And the bank sagged? And they said they were prosecuting her. What stop it? Faith. She saw she was going to jail. Someone said, come and see El Bernard. Stood here. Spoke and said, is that all? He said, yes. What you did was wrong. He said, yeah. I said, okay, God, I've forgiven you. Now we need to deal with this situation. Are you ready? She said, yes. Pastor Gideon, come. And I call him. Take her, go and pray with her. Tell her to go. The damn brain come and say, go, God has done it. The Elbenad I heard, is that all? What else do you want me to do again? You want me to pour oil before you believe? It will take a long time. I said, go. You won't go to jail. That issue is a foolish. Get up and go. She just stepped out here. And the national HR officer of that bank called. The bank has decided they will not pursue any criminal charges against you. We are going to call the police. We are no longer interested in the case. I have called at the HR officer of another bank and I have told them you are a good person. They should give you a job. It's because many of us want to be pampered. Not that I know I shall not want. If my money is with you, you better bring it. 
Because I shall not want. I shall not. I know it. So I'm looking for anybody that my money is with. I shall not want. Bring it. Man of God, you keep troubling me with who to marry. From tonight, let it be the last question on your mind. Look for anybody. Marry it. Even if the person is dating, break the relationship, marry the person. It is settled. Let, let it form within. Let your wife form within. Let your wife form within. The Bible said, none shall lack a man. Let your, the image of your man. Hey, that called situation. Drop it now. The debt you don't know how you will pay. Drop it now. The situation eating your peace. Drop it now. My time is up. I don't know what else to say to you again. All I wanted to understand that that issue, let God form within and let that issue drop. Lift up your right hand. Lift up your right hand. Mercy. I'm praying a single prayer for you. And as I pray, it is done. Father, we thank you. Lord, we have gathered here because we have tried everything. And now we are banking our hope on your word. Let an image form concerning your word in an area of our life. And Lord, give us the power over it. In the name of Jesus. And let us come back tomorrow with a testimony to your glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the miracle. I call it done. Amen. As we bring today's message to a close, we hope that the teachings shared have touched your heart and ignited a deeper connection with your faith. May the wisdom and inspiration gained here continue to resonate in your life, guiding you through challenges, strengthening your relationships, and bringing you closer to God. We are ready and just a call away to support, encourage, and walk alongside you. Reach our church line on plus 233-234-077-788. Follow us via social media at Spirit Life Revival Ministries on Instagram, Spirit Life Revival Ministries, The Oracle's Place on Facebook, and at Spirit Life TH on Twitter. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Spirit Life Revival Ministries for more such messages. Remember, you are never alone. Until we meet again, may the love, grace, and peace of our Lord be with you always.